Dad without a dad production. Hey everybody and welcome to How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. My name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. And with me is always Andy. Andy, what's up? How's everything going? Uh, I'm good. Uh, I'm nice and rested. Nice sunny day in the UK. Everyone's chilling. Everyone's relaxing. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Good. We're doing live, kind of, because I told Andy, I was like, hey, we should do it live, meaning we're live to tape, which that's why the bed went so quiet quick, because I'm trying to, (laughs) since I built the mini studio on my my one bedroom apartment uh i'm trying to manage five different things which is you know because you're coming out of my computer and the bed was coming out of the computer so i need to handle two different levels in one pod so the bed is still going (laughs) (laughs) and it's the first time i've actually heard like the music before we've recorded as well because i've only ever heard you on skype before yeah yeah that's pretty cool (laughs) Well, yeah, that's another thing we figured. Well, we, we knew this, but I guess you never told me how awful you sounded. I sounded to your ears. So what happened is that for, and this is, I guess, Podcast 101, which yeah. is, is being a funny thing going on right now that uh, I've been giving a lot of advice uh, on podcasting through Twitter. Twitter mm-hmm. I hate Twitter, <laughs> even though people will follow me there. And... What I mean, I hate Twitter is because Twitter has become like, I hate, 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 like politics, politics, or I hate this restaurant, or I hate my job, or I hate these things. So it's a lot of like, I don't like it, I don't like it. And then so uh, I don't like to go to Twitter because it's all like this bad news or like how you hate your job or stuff like that. But it's a good way to promote podcasting. And Mm -hmm. And things like that. So people are being like, I've been hitting up people. It's like, hey, if you have any, you know, questions, they've been watching the video that I did for my this little studio that I built, and it's been doing good. And by the way, before we start, I want to say that we are brought you by Doggy Locks. Yeah, we we blah, 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 blah. we are brought you in part by Doggy Locks. Doggy Locks is D O G G I I. L-O-C-K-S. At yahoo.com. Doggylogs at yahoo.com. So remember, guys, if you need your dog to get groomed. Doggylogs is a place to go. <laughs> We're doing this so bad. And by the way, <laughs> <laughs> they're, every time they listen to the, uh, this podcast and Doggylogs, they're like, oh, no. how they're going to butcher it this time. How is Jose <laughs> going to butcher Portsmouth? And how is Jose going to butcher Doggylogs? And talking about doggy logs, I went to move my car because where I live, I live in a big uh, main street and I had to kind of save parking because we only get one parking space and it's kind of underground. And the main street, if you don't park, you know, early, you may have to lose your parking space and you had to park on the side. And on the side, it's residential where you need a parking permit. So it's a big mess. So I went and moved my car. And coming back uh, here to record with you, I see this dog, like, just running around, you know, in the grass. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, he's running around waiting for his, you know, with his master or owner, whatever you want to call it. And then 
he's just going super fast and he gets into the street and then i notice he doesn't have like a a tag or anything and yeah. this dog is not either looking or i never seen a dog like this before where he literally just got into the street this other car went eh, almost hit him and then he kind of got scared and usually dogs either move right like they literally they get scared and they go to you know the pavement or something no this guy didn't even stop just moved to the right and went straight to a truck literally running straight into the truck and the truck kind of sees it and starts putting his blinker it starts you know honking and yeah. then finally he moved and he went to the other side where he started going at it like he was literally running towards the cars and i'm like what the fuck is this problem uh, and then i'm thinking okay hopefully he could go and see the people at doggy dogs and get some grooming yeah. for those eyes yeah. so he could see better so there you go we are brought maybe, you by doggy dogs maybe he thought it was a, a doggy locks truck because you know dogs go crazy for doggy locks trucks right they do <laughs> they do I wonder so what, doggy uh, locks is a grooming business, dog grooming business and cat grooming that I've learned recently. They also do. <clears throat> they are based in the south of the UK, uh, around the Portsmouth area and Southampton, Hampshire, all over. So if you need any dogs or cats groomed, send an email to doggylocks at yahoo.com. That's D-O-G-G-I-L-O-C-K-S at yahoo.com. And yeah, that will keep up. So get your, your dog's groom and lock those prices, guys. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, Jose, who are we? So, we, we are two different dads that met in L.A. a couple of years ago. I'm from the U.K. in Portsmouth, and Jose is from L.A. Um, and we essentially have this regular podcast every week, give or take. And we just talk about dad-related issues sharing parental advice, talking about funny stories with our kids. Um, I don't know about you, Jose, but it's a bit like therapy for me at this point, right? Like it's it's something to kind of share the craziness of what it's like to be a new dad. And at least with with your son, he's a bit older than mine. So it, it's kind of, it's really interesting talking to you because there's always like a window into the crazy future that I'm about to have. <laughs> I was talking to this person and then they were saying how they go to therapy for their childhood. And then uh, we were talking about somebody else, the same person. We we're talking about somebody else. And they were talking how that person goes for therapy for his alcoholism. And then this other person goes to therapy because he eats too much. And I'm like, first of all, how do you go to therapy? And second of all, don't you need to have like money to go? And, you know, and I'm like, don't you need to have insurance? That's why I've never been to therapy. So I consider this therapy, you know, I need to express my feelings that I didn't have a dad <laughs> cry a little bit and then share it with everybody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think um, it's just been a crazy emotional journey since we've started doing all these. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been nice. I've looked forward to them every single week. So it's it's something nice to do for sure. Yeah. And that's what the topic of this podcast I wanted it to be i wanted to be what have you learned so far and you know so you never thought about having a podcast i i don't think i ever said hey one i'm going to be a dad <laughs> and two <laughs> um i'm going to be a good dad and three i'm going to have a podcast and share everything that 
I guess I know and I don't know about dad issues because I never thought I would be a dad anyways. So when we met in E3, I don't think we ever thought that we would be here at this moment. And in you in the UK with sunny skies and me in San Gabriel, California, which maybe you guys will hear, but there's thunder going on right now. That's why probably yeah, you can't even see me. It looks pretty foreboding over there, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like we swapped weather systems for a day. It's absolutely bonkers. But yeah, I mean, when did we meet? I mean, it's coming up to E3 now, which is like a big gaming conference that happens in LA every year. Um, and that was like, what, two years ago at this point? Maybe Must three. be, right? Three. Yeah, it's could three be years. three. Um, so yeah, I mean, what have I learned over the past year? I mean, my son's coming up to 18 months, so I feel like... The biggest thing I learned is I always thought people were being dicks a little bit when my son was uh, going to be born because um, they were always like, oh, dude, you've got no idea. And I was like, oh, no, I've, I've read books and stuff. And I know what's going to happen. Like, oh, no, no, dude, you've got no idea. And they were 100% right. I had no idea about how much my life was going to be upheaved uh, in, in such a like awesome, emotionally charged fashion. Um so that's kind of lesson one for me. Lesson two was I've always been a super, super scrawny guy. Like upper body strength has never been my thing. Like ever, ever, ever. <laughs> like carrying around a little human, you get upper body strength. It's absolutely bonkers. It's great. Um, and the older that they get, the more you carry them around. And it's, yeah, you, you become a bit of a beefcake. So that's quite fun. Um, and the third one is I've always hated sleep. Like throughout me being on this planet i've always hated sleep and uh yeah and uh since he's arrived i've been able to appreciate sleep properly so you don't like yeah. sleep and you're saying hi to your wife yeah let's just say hi to she just came back from the cinema uh but yeah um so i i hate or hated sleep before my son arrived and, and now i absolutely love sleep what do you I mean hate it, it cherish it sleep. so i because you sleep, have to sleep you do but like sleep always seemed a massive waste of time to me like if you could give me a pill to not have to ever go to sleep uh, i would happily take it because that gives me more time to play video games more time to watch stuff more time to consume media which i absolutely love um and before that, I used to absolutely abuse sleep. So I used to like stay up late, wake up early, burn the candle at both ends. It's kind of the expression. Um, and since my son's arrived, I don't do any of that stuff anymore because I realize how important sleep is. Because when you get it taken away from you, which happened during the first year of, of him being on this planet, um, it, it, it completely wrecks you, like 100% wrecks you. Like going to, uh, there was a stage with my son where he would only do an hour sleep and then would be up for an hour and then do an hour sleep and then be up for an hour. And it absolutely drives you crazy. Um, whereas now he's brilliant, uh, which is great. Um, but during but yeah, that time, what, what, cause I want to throw it. I want to go deeper into this mm. during that time. How many hours do you think you slept? <sighs> what is in during the, his first year when he was going, you know, sleeping one hour, waking up, sleeping two hours. Probably, I mean, I can go to sleep quite quick. So probably talking about five hours a night, maybe. Okay, so now but, let me put it this way. Mm. When you hated sleep and you didn't want to go to sleep, how many hours did you get to sleep? 
seven, eight. <laughs> a lot you, more. You can't say you, you can't say you hate to sleep and sleep eight hours. You totally can. <laughs> you just wake up at like midday, which is great. Like the student life. Didn't was, you was have a job, like a normal job, where you couldn't? There's no way you could have waken up at noon. No, I, no, but I mean, there was times when I was a student where I would happily play games until like four, until like video games, basically, and play video games until like three o'clock in the morning. Um, wake up at midday when I should have been studying or doing whatever. Um, that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think what really. The thing is, you can get a small amount of sleep, right? Like five hours, six hours if you want. But if it's uninterrupted, it's great. You're fine. But the problem is when you have like one hour on, one hour off, one hour on, one hour off, that doesn't give your time, your your brain enough time to kind of rest and circulate, um, like and, and clean your brain essentially. Um, so <laughs> when you have months of that, you just become an absolutely crazy person. Uh, and then when you come out the other side, you can't help but have an appreciation of sleep. Wait, so you're saying that if you had five hours of sleep before you became a dad, you were good? I wasn't good, but I was way more functional than if I only had an hour on and an hour off. Oh, that's for sure. But yeah. with me, I love sleep. And because... I can't, like you guys, like my girlfriend is one of those that give her five minutes and <laughs> anywhere. And you're you're saying that you're like that. And I hate people yeah. like that because I wish I could take a nap every time my son's taking a nap. So like, luckily for us, he has a routine where either two or one, he goes to sleep The older he's getting now, he's sleeping less, and that's, you know, part of life and everything. But he will sleep from two to three hours, right? Yeah. And every time, like, for example, we're recording today on a Wednesday. Tomorrow, I'm going to have him the whole day because um, he usually stays with me whenever I don't work or I don't have things to do. And when he goes to sleep, I wish I could take a nap with him and feel so refreshed mm. because, you know, even 20, 30 minutes... Sometimes you feel refreshed, but for some reason, it's I'm becoming better at it depending on how tired I am, but I can't do it. I just can't. And I'll be like tossing, turning, and then I had to start like, you know, tricking myself like you had to go to sleep. You had, and then that makes me think. And uh, yeah. do you feel like groggy when you wake up from an app as well? Like you don't feel like switched on 100%? Well, that's only people who could nap, but I can't nap. <laughs> and no I feel, I, I, if i ever nap like i feel good yeah i appreciate those 20 minutes or 30 minutes i, I can't nap it, it makes me it turns me into a bad person with a headache <laughs> stop it so what about yours dude come on what, what have you learned about parenthood in the past year oh parenthood overall i think let's go with overall like in the past year um Uh, watch out what you say because I'm. Be <laughs> I keep saying this, but um, my girlfriend wanted a family. She ended up with two boys. Um, watch out what you say. Watch out what you do. Like, uh, for some reason, now my son likes to listen to one particular song, which is the record Ralph song, the zero zero. 
Uh, yeah. do, do you know th that one? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> so he likes to just dance to that song, right? And what I mean dance, I don't mean dance. He runs around, and we have a little apartment where the kitchen, we have the little table in the middle. So he goes around um, that table, and then usually either if my girlfriend is washing the dishes or cooking, I, I don't want to say I taught him. But he's just, it's one of those things that I keep, you know, that I just said, watch out yeah. what you do, watch out what you say, how you behave, because you, you are, uh, <laughs> you know, the, uh, you know, they, you're the first, um, uh, like a role model, right? Yeah. And so he likes to run around the table and I started kind of like every time I pass by, I would hit my girlfriend in the butt. Pah! So now that's like a thing where he just like walks around and and he's just goes and boom, like like gives a shot to my girlfriend. And it's funny. And now it has become to the point that he's like at it. <laughs> Because he's like so into it, so now every song that he like goes into it, there it is, the song. So if anybody's listening, so he goes around the kitchen, and then he goes, and then he goes around the table, around the table, and then it's funny, right? So we start chasing him around. And we go onto onto the couch, <laughs> and then I get my girlfriend, and then I get on top of her, and then he gets on top of me, and we just start going like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then it gets here you go, and then we go nuts here. We just start like going around crazy. It's a cracking song. Yeah, it. so it's very it's addictive. And it's a really nice song, by the way. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I keep saying that I like, keep saying that I I I'm so amazed how the cops ha haven't showed up to my my apartment <laughs> because like <laughs> if you think about it, just let's put it let's put this image to the people that are listening. You're my neighbor, and then you hear the record Ralph song, and then you hear. Don't get on top of me! And then you hear boom! And then you hear ah! And then you hear laughing. Ah! And, ah! Don't do that! What are you doing, Jose? Wow! Don't get on top of me! And then you hear boom, 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 boom. So I, I'm still amazed how like people don't think like we're like, you know, beating up on my girlfriend or something. But basically, we're just running around. We get into yeah. the couch. I get on top of her. And then I started like jumping on her like WWE style. And then he gets on top of her. And then, you know, little kids and their, you know, elbows and, you know, feet, they hurt, right? So, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. So, yeah, well, uh, you were going to say? <laughs> so, my question was like, because obviously he goes to like preschool. So, has he ever slapped anyone else on the butt that isn't you or your girlfriend? 
That's a good question I'm going to ask today, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't have that trust. And it's yeah. weird to say that you had to have a trust to slap somebody in the butt. Because that's yeah, all, I, like, it's, 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 I don't know, like, like, until, like I said before, I'm very comfortable with my son, right? I could slap him in the butt, pick him up, like, literally grab him from the hands and twirl around and grab him from one foot to another. And there's a thing that I do now that he's a helicopter where I grab his hand and one of his foot and I just go around and he's like a helicopter. <laughs> and then, so I'm very, like active parent like oh, i'm all in you know i'm another kid next to him and we do things we like i said before <laughs> uh, my girlfriend now her name is potato so i'm like how's potato doing potato's doing good so that's her name now potato uh <laughs> and then um but when it comes to other kids right i don't even want them near me because it's like nah, who the fuck are you right so i yeah, feel yeah. that he picked that up where he understands that him and I are that way, but he's not going to be that way with other people. So I don't think, trust me, I don't think he has done it because I would have heard that before and I would have like a <laughs> two hour lecture from somebody saying like, you're not supposed to be doing this. And then like last night, like they were running around. And I was checking some emails and she's like, you see what you have done? So I get that from my wife as well. So my son's picked up a knack of just like... <laughs> He finds it hilarious to throw things like he just literally is the thing that just makes him wet himself. He just absolutely loves it. But uh, (laughs) he also loves golf balls. (laughs) So the thing is, is that once you put those two things together, like he he can throw projectiles really good now, like really, really well. Um, And apparently he got that from me, uh, which he he has because I actively encourage him to chuck stuff, kick stuff, whatever. But. He doesn't really understand when it's okay to do that and when it's not okay to do that. Um, and at the moment, like he's going through a stage of, and apparently this happens between like 60 or 15 and 18 months where he's just pushing all the boundaries whatsoever. But it's so hard to not laugh when they're like absolutely giggling at themselves, silly for something that they've just done. Or like they know they're doing something that's about to piss you off. So they go like, <laughs> like just run around. It's great. It's so good. But it's so hard to like, Show restraint as a parent and be like, no, stone face, no, you can't do that. Um, you have you to. You just find it hilarious. You have to, but it's funny, but wait, though. you, no, I was going to say, how, you had to get rid of those golf balls. Why do you have golf balls? So I had, like, a, I like, think like I, you had to. I think I had it on my desk or something. I think I had a golf ball on my desk and me... it's become his new favorite thing. It's, it's, yeah, well, I, he doesn't have it anymore and we, we like hide it away and stuff, but. Yeah, it's things like that. Like you're saying, like they pick up on everything. Oh, look, you see those? I don't know. You can't yeah, see yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I've got those. Huh? These are like. I've got those. You know. It was. They're like soft play balls. Yeah. So they're like plastic. And thin. they're like three dollars for like a hundred of them. And what you should yep. do is get those and then piss off your girlfriend. I mean your wife, and bring the whole thing and just throw him in in the living room and you guys start throwing and what's the excuse is there are softballs and nothing's gonna happen and then when he starts throwing it at her start laughing and then she's gonna get mad and then just make it seem like mommy is boring and then she's gonna have to get it you know get it and start playing with you guys and it's gonna become a family tradition where you just throw balls at each other 
So we've definitely got that tradition already. Like it's uh, we've got a ball pit that has balls exactly like that. Um, we should name this the ball cast or something. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> basically, like we have a game where we just chuck it at each other, and he absolutely loves it. But I'm worried that it's a tiny bit passive aggressive, right? Like, you know. Well, that's when you have to, sh- you know, and we have different balls, so he knows which balls not to throw and which balls to throw. He knows that. You know, you only throw balls. So that's when parenting, I guess, comes into this situation where you have to (laughs) explain them the difference between a golf ball and a softball, I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And softball, meaning like plastic little ball that doesn't hurt. Not like big baseball thing. Yeah. And then you just, you know, the more you guys get at it, you know, you bring a little, you know, harder balls and you start throwing it to your your wife and, you know. (laughs) but it is it's fascinating what they pick up and how quickly they pick it up it's uh i've really had to police myself and that's only going to get worse because like he's he's starting to pick up words now as well um yeah i told you right like he at some point he was telling people that uh mama farts (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) so now if you ask him be like hey how's mom doing potato (laughs) and then you ask him who is mom he's like chewbacca (laughs) (laughs) and who is mom today baby jack jack who is mom today (laughs) minions who is mom today uh so she has like different um uh uh, chicoleta which is for those parents listening chicoleta is part of the paw patrols um do you know the paw patrols are you there yet? Uh, a little bit. Okay. I know the music. So the Paw Patrols, it's you know, it's a series in Disney. I want to say, yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to be Chase or I'm uh, Robo, which is the little short uh, pitbull because you know that's I look like a little pitbull because I'm so short and I had this like big back and stuff. Yeah. And she wanted to be like the girl, right? But you know, clever that I am, there's a little chicken. That one of the teachers <laughs> has, and her name is Chicoletta. So you see, like at the beginning, she she will get mad because she was like, "Why are you telling him that I'm all these people? I want to be the girl." And I'm like, "Well, by you getting mad and not understanding and playing along, it's funnier, you know." And you know, he gets it. Yeah, it yeah. goes it goes back to our past podcast where you know I was telling you guys how if 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 the kid says "fuck." You don't react to it, so he could just play along and he passes and he doesn't understand it's a bad word. Well, she didn't understood that word. Like I would be like, "Mama's chocolate," and she would be like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> and and he understood that, and he would be like, "Oh, Mama's chocolate." <laughs> it's um, Paw Patrol's a pretty screwed up show, dude. Like, if obviously you've watched a bit of it, right? A little bit, but you know, yeah. it's one of those things that he w- he watched it one time at my brother's house, and yeah. my mom brought him some toys. You know, like we don't watch TV, right? But yeah, we get the toys, we have the books and stuff like that. And then you know, there were two books that he really liked. Where he was, they were like Halloween books with Paw Patrols, so he knows the stories and everything. But yeah, it's basically a town run by humans, but they rely on dogs to save the day <laughs> yeah. yeah it's pretty it's pretty bizarre but it's cool though it's cool 
I mean, anything but. I mean, you like Teletubbies. You show him Teletubbies. I don't know why you guys do that. You guys. Yeah, but it's okay. Hold it's on. Okay. Let me let we, me we, we, let we me talk. It. Let we me talk it. to your your wife right now. I know she listens. Look, Andy's wife. Just do me a favor. Don't show him Teletubbies. Stop with the Teletubbies, guys. Switch to PJ Mask or something else. Teletubbies <laughs> is going to ruin somebody's life, whether it's yours, your son, or Andy's. <laughs> so we, we try. It, it sounds really mean, but we do try and like limit American kids' TV shows if we can. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is Teletubbies British? No, Tele- yeah, 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 100%. 100%. Oh, no, hell no. Yeah, Sorry, so like, get uh, we do else. In the Night Garden as well. That's a pretty... It's a pretty creepy off the wall one, but it's it's pretty good. Um, Monty yeah, Python's just, man, fuck it. It's yeah. like one of the. But best. it's just it's just the accents, right? Like we don't want to inform his accent. No, um, Monty uh, Python's. You should just show him all that. That's like the best. He will learn how to write well, have good yep. jokes, and act yep. funny. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's pretty. <laughs> it's probably above his uh, his pay grade at this point. I would think. Uh, Better than yeah. Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so what, it, what, what about other lessons? It's, yeah. We must have some more lessons. Right? So watch out what you say. Watch out what you do because they're bas- you're basically... Oh, have you... Ha- I forgot to ask you. How's your um your farting? <laughs> Is he picking what? up? Is he picking up his uh, the farting yet? What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Like kids fart, and don't you guys? Oh, like, kids don't, totally don't, fart. Yeah, don't yeah. you fart in front of him? Like, and it's funny. Oh yeah, absolutely. We absolutely. fucking fart well, just... everywhere. Yeah. yeah, and it's like a, like, you know, because girls don't fart, so it's against yeah. the rules. So I'm like a farting machine, and my son, I think that's the only thing that he has from me, because he looks totally like my girlfriend. He doesn't yeah. look anything like me. But his bowels <laughs> in his stomach <laughs> is probably like me. There's been times where we're like like tomorrow by ourselves, just him and I. So we share the same food mm. to the point that we fart at the same time and we have the same like sounds. So I'm thinking his you know, stomach and intestines and you know, his insides are me. So yep. it's it's funny. And then sometimes it's, it's my girlfriend has to has has to ask which one of us was it. Like my son has like super loud ones where like yeah. and then me too. So to the point that at we're at the moment where she doesn't know who is the one who farted. The only way we could I actually <laughs> this is this has to be like such a dad thing. Yesterday I was at uh, uh work and I was inside my studio and I was recording a podcast, so I had the door shut in my studio, and I'm recording a, a show. You know, we have a different uh, studio where everybody's talking, and I'm at the controls, recording, producing, and everything. And I farted, right? And usually, you know, everybody knows their farts, but this one yeah. was different. And I'm like, this one smells like my son. And I'm like, what? Because, you know, he has a different, a really yeah. particularly unique smell and man let me tell you his farts are bad so what did i do i literally took out my phone and i text my girlfriend hey i just farted and it smells like her son <laughs> i'm like who else and now I'm, st- I'm thinking i'm like 
who else does that? I'm like, who else just texts their partner, hey, I just farted. And it smells like our son. There was there was definitely there's definitely been a couple of times where like I've smelt that he's farted, but I haven't heard it. And I've been like, Did I fart? Because like it smells exactly like mine. It's really, really bizarre. And like to trick your mind into thinking that you have farted and you haven't, and your son is a, it's not a good thing. Um, but yeah, he, he lets him rip. I mean, we we haven't quite bonded over over the farts too much. But the weird thing is that he has a completely different diet to me. Um, like we give him a little bit of our food, like here and there. But the food that me and my wife have is quite spicy, and like we obviously we don't want to mess with his palate too much. Um, yeah, but it is that is weird how genetics works, isn't it? That they can, uh, that the farts can be the similar smell. Wait, so you guys eat spicy? Is that what you're saying? No, we eat like spicy food, um, and a lot of the food that he has is quite bland. Um, you so, yeah. gotta start introducing something like pepper and flavor. Yeah, man. we do. We do um, like paprika and stuff like that. Um, well, not paprika, <laughs> like pepper. You guys. Eat a lot of Indian food? Is that what you're saying? Uh, not a massive amount, but we have a, a fair bit of Mexican. Not uh, not the good style of Mexican, like the Mexican that you get over here. Um, <laughs> but we have like chili con carne, sweet bolognese, stuff like that. Um, but we tend fuck? to like the bits. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Check you guys oh out. You guys are more Mexican than we are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Say that again? Uh, so, so like, uh, give me like you know, four meals that you guys had so far yeah chile yeah. con carne like, what else just get quesadillas uh fajitas uh yeah uh loads Jesus of stuff Christ. enchiladas <laughs> loads of stuff <laughs> <laughs> we have our our meals have been like rice and chicken <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> man you guys eat more latin than we do Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, loads of cheese. It's not good. <laughs> I think that's the secret of the fart stuff. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um, I learned to to be patient little by little. Uh, like, I'm learning how, like, you know, like, it's funny how we're here to tell people how to, you know, not to how to be parents, but how we are becoming parents Mm. But it's funny to always realize that I was already ready to be a dad. Because uh, fortunately, I was able to raise three kids and help raise three kids. What I'm trying to say. And I'm very conscious of being a dad. And I'm like, want to be a dad. Mm. So it's not much that I learned to be a dad. It's m a lot of things that I have learned outside being a dad that relates to being a dad, like money management, right? Mm. Like, for example, thinking that if I take lunch today, I'm going to spend $10, right? Which tomorrow I'm going to keep my son. And instead of taking, you know, spending those $10, I could spend those $10 with them tomorrow yeah. so mon money management and it was a funny thing that before i forgot who a couple of my friends said once you become a dad you will see things different like 
instead of going out with your boys or friends or yourself and spending a hundred dollars in alcohol or things like re recreational stuff, you think to yourself and say, "Hey, maybe I could spend this a hundred dollars with my son." Mm. And little things like that, for example, yeah, instead of me buying a $10 lunch at work, around work, I could save those, take a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and spend it with my son tomorrow. I learned to manage money in that way, thinking as a dad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think that's... Because I, I think it's a, that sort of transformation is kind of a gradual thing, right? Like, it's not like something where immediately... You kind of you get it the moment that a son or daughter is born. I think it's something you kind of you have to learn over time, because I think that uh, money issues like for everyone are always super, super common, especially uh, in the first year of a baby's life, because they always cost way more than what you think, um, like baby food, nappies, ointments, clothes, toys, all that stuff. It all adds up. Right. Um so do you think that was like a gradual thing for you or do you think that was the sort of thing where like you kind of you got that straight away or do you think you needed to nurture that relationship more before you're like, hey, I could spend that $10 on more time, a cool thing with to do with my son rather than having the lunch? I don't know if you just wake up and do it. Um, and I don't know if you gradually do it. I think mm. you just realize one day that you're actually doing it in a way that. You know, you don't wake up one day and say, I'm going to start doing this for this. It's yeah. just a thing that happens, you know, and I'm not saying it happens over time. It's just one thing that, you know, as a dad, you know, you say, hey, instead of spending $10 today, let me, you know, wake up five minutes early and make a couple sandwiches. And then that's what I'm going to eat. And then I could use those $10 tomorrow. I don't think yeah. it's something that you wake up and start doing it. Or something that gradually you start doing it because you purposely wanted to do it. I think mm. you just do it. Do you know what I mean? You just, yeah. you know, that day you're like, oh, I'm not going to get lunch. And maybe use those $10 for, you know, lunch with my son. It's not something that you put in a book and say, I'm going to start doing. You know what I mean? It's something yeah, you just yeah, yeah. do. Because I'm like that with time. Like, I've not wasted time throughout my life, but I think that I've never really been that time conscious because I always felt like I had a limited amount of time. So I think when my son was born kind of came the other side of me turning 30. So I think that changes things a little bit as well. But I always think like, so I work from home and I've changed my work day around my son. So I take him to nursery uh, in the morning. I usually pick him up and then I will like basically change my entire work day to like fit around that so i started doing work in the evenings so when he's awake i can spend time with him um it's just like stuff like that i think that uh, similar to your kind of example about you know what to do with the ten dollars during lunchtime uh, for me i don't even have a lunchtime anymore really like i'll have some lunch with my wife because she also works from home but we'll do it super quick so that We'll try and get as much work done as possible while he's not here at nursery or whatever. Um, so that when he is here, we can 100% focus on him and amuse him and spend time with him and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I think 
there's always resource restrictions that you kind of need to battle against, whether it's time or money. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I don't think it happens automatically. I think it's something that you kind of, that you grow into as you notice what's important and what actually gives you enjoyment. Cause I do think what you enjoy subtly changes when you're a parent as well. Um, old things sometimes can lose their appeal. Uh, and instead it's perfectly natural for you to become a little bit more, maybe baby focused is probably the word I'm thinking of. Another thing I learned is to be, uh, I gotta apologize. I, I guess I have some mucus. <laughs> apologize <laughs> to our listeners. Um, another thing I learned, I don't want to say, another thing I learned is to be a man. And what I mean mm. with that is to put my foot down in different things at work, uh, relationships, time. So, for example, this is something I started doing with my niece and my nephew. I used to drink a lot. And uh, one time, because Christmas for Latinos, like I told you guys, and you guys have a similar thing where you are you have like a family Christmas and you spend mm -hmm. and then Christmas Day is Christmas for you guys as a immediate family. So one Christmas I got drunk too much to the point that the next day my hangover was really bad. Mm. And I didn't get to spend it with my nephew and my niece because I just needed to sleep. And uh, they were little. I Probably my niece was like one. So this is like 10 years ago. And right there, I said, I'm never going to drink on Christmas again, right? Mm. And now I don't drink, but I tell my employers, and what I mean employers because I have four different jobs, I don't work on Christmas. I don't work on Thanksgiving. And if they ask me, can you do this shift? I don't think about money anymore. I think about time and say, mm. no. The reason is because if I work 12 p.m., 12 a.m. to 6 a.m., I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to be like you are, you know, mad or with a headache all day. And that is yep. going to affect my time with my son. So I managed to become a man to put my foot down, not to like, hey, I'm going to cut wood and bring, you know, fight people because blah, blah. No, <laughs> become a man like basically grow some balls and start telling people no. Like, no, I yeah. cannot work today or what you're asking me because I know me and it's going to affect the relationship that I have with my son. In the same way, like, I prefer to be broke or not get some extra money. And I prefer to spend it Christmas or Thanksgiving or a Sunday with my family than make some money. At some point, I had to understand that, you know, two, three hundred dollars in one day is not going to take me out of poverty. And... No that time that I could have spent it with my son, he probably could, it's not going to change his life, but it's going to be part of his life too. Mm. I don't know if it makes sense. No, that totally makes sense. I, I think it was also for your own well-being as well, right? Like the personally speaking, there's nothing worse than 
you having to work late or so like my previous job when I used to work for a company called Free Jam was uh, I had to work late all the time I had to work overtime had to do unpaid overtime Uh, I had to travel away to do events like in China whatever Um, and I missed loads of things with my son which for the first year of his life I would have preferred to be around for um and it wasn't necessarily a money thing i think sometimes it's more of a prestige thing right well that was uh, a like personal thing of... for you because i want he doesn't remember anything but you would yeah totally and i think that the that's what i'm kind of getting at like i think they're for an emotional well-being from your side like you don't want to miss stuff like you want to be there for him like obviously you want to bring in the money as well but it's like you were saying, like, ultimately, a couple of hundred dollars here or there, it's, it's not going to make a massive difference. Um, I think with the with the growing balls thing or, or growing a spine or whatever you say, like, I think that it's perfectly natural for that transition to happen when you're a dad because your priorities suddenly shift, right? It goes from, I need to make lots of money or I need to have a career or, oh, I need to do this or I need to do this before or I need a nice car or whatever. Like, Party. As soon as as soon as soon my son was born, like that completely changed, went completely out the window. Um, and it wasn't necessarily a gradual thing. That was an immediate thing. Um, and I think there was a couple of months there where I became like incredibly intolerant of other people's bullshit. Um, yeah. But I think that's a good thing. See what else? Um, what I what else I have learned? Um, just to you know understand people because trying to understand people, understand yourself. You know now you're living with two different way of thinking, right? A three year old mm. is not going to think the way you are. So trying to I always tell people, let the kid be the kid and then try to understand his way of view or point. Like, he wants to run around and stuff like that, but you also have to put your foot down when it's time to go to the bathroom or, like, you need to do certain things. And, like, if we're having fun throwing the balls, like, my girlfriend will be like, he's going to throw it at your studio, this studio. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I don't care. What if he breaks something? I, you know, I know that this mic is kind of secured. And other than that, you know, he could break things. But I'm not going to get mad at him or for him mm. being a three-year-old. I do going to get mad at him if he tell him that it's time to you know, stop playing around, stop listening to zero zero and going to the bathroom uh, and going to take a shower and he starts crying. I hate that because and I get mad at him because once we already play with him for like an hour and a half and it's time for him to go take a bath because guess what? Tomorrow he has to go to school and yeah. there's no reason for him to cry. I'm like, are you being hurt? No. Are you being punished? No. What's the reason for crying, right? So I get mad at that because I want him to cry when he gets hurt or mm. he scratches something. If he's just crying for that, 
I told them you had to understand that crying is not going to solve what you're feeling. You could feel mad, but you had to understand that we already gave you your time. So now you had to understand that now it's our time to tell you what to do because guess what? There's a routine that you need to follow. So yeah. I had to understand that. But, you know, it's one thing that we're going through right now that either he's spoiled or he our problem is that he can't, you know, he's he's a world. So we put so much attention on him that, you know, I don't want to say he's abusing it, but he has to understand that there's no point of crying just because we finished playing. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that's kind of that feeds into another lesson that I was just about to bring up, which is like kids constantly change like constantly and like massive things like fundamental character uh, elements they change all the time and obviously for like for my son he's super young compared to yours um but to me it's just absolutely bonkers that things that work for months and months and months suddenly just don't work or things that they really 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 like the next week they hate it and then they'll go back to it so like food's a great example of that certain types of food um but just typical behavioral stuff um is another side of that as well like uh, my son definitely went through a, a period of just being incredibly sensitive like incredibly sensitive um <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, attention grabbing cheeky like all these things have been like a microcosm in his life it's it's crazy so i can't wait for him to kind of like settle on a characteristic or a personality or whatever like he's kind of getting there to a certain extent but yeah i mean does that happen at the age of three jose or do you think it it, it kind of slows down after a one or does it still just keep going and going well i guess it's how far you know the attention he gets and now that he's walking he he feels entitled, right? Because it's a freedom he never had before. Yeah, yeah. So guess what? He's the man now because he knows how to walk, <laughs> right? Yeah. He's walking everywhere as well. Uh, <laughs> like everywhere. They do change, but you had to... Just like I always tell people, like, your parents are going to mold you, whether in a good way, in a bad way, whether they're there or not, because even if you're not there, that is going to mold you, right? Mm. so it's all about you so you know you had to see how you could change his i don't want to say his way of being like understand his way of, of seeing things what triggers him what not triggers him and sometimes just not paying attention to him it just works you know it's like he, now he's learning my son is learning how to you know give us five minutes like Go and read, go and play. So, and to the point that it's caught me off guard a couple of times where he's just reading things. Yeah. And then I literally let him be for five minutes and I just go to him and be like, hey, so what do you want to do? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm such an idiot. Just let him be. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That, that, that's a crazy thing. That's happening with my son a little bit. Um, where he'll just toddle off to a corner and start playing with a bunch of toys. And then there's a few times where, like, he'll go. So we got a playroom, which is great, which is my former office, which is fine. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't mind the old office. It's not a problem. I don't, I don't even know why you brought it up. And um, You heard that? <laughs> there's time where he would just go into the playroom 
very slowly just close the door and then he'll just sit down and just start playing with his own stuff which is great um but yeah it's that independent play thing that's a new thing that's quite recent oh don't change that one enjoy it cherish it <laughs> yeah I'm, i'm going to man really most of it definitely yeah, throw all the balls in there and just <laughs> just make sure all the golf balls are out there yeah no golf balls anymore it's not allowed golf balls yeah. they're all done They're all gone. So you took your son to... Thruxton, which is a place that's quite local to me. They, it's like a motor racing circuit. Um, he went there last year. Uh, it was one of the first things that we kind of did together as a family, I guess, because it would only be like three months old. Um, obviously, it's a motor racing event. We took him to the British Touring Car Championship. Uh, and it's super loud because obviously you've got high-powered cars racing around the track. Um But last year it was uh, it was fine because we put on the ear defenders. He basically went to sleep, so I could watch as much motorsport as I wanted to uh, with my wife in a nice sunny day, which is great. It's about an hour's drive away, so picture the scene where me and my wife uh, basically drive there on the Saturday. We're like, oh, okay, well, my son was great last year. Obviously, he's a bit older and he's a bit more independent now, so we'll see how he does. Um, he's toddling around, so we just hold his hands, go into the venue, and then the car's already racing around. It's already quite loud. We're like, don't worry, we've got ear defenders, which are basically like headphones, but they are they basically block out all the noise. We try putting them on him. He doesn't want anything to do with them. He'll tear them off very, very quickly. And we're like, okay, let's just walk to closer to the track and see if he gets used to it um, with the ear defenders on. He didn't. So we continue walking closer. He continues to rip off the ear defenders. We're like, okay, the, these tickets cost like nothing. They're like 10 quid per ticket. So it doesn't matter. The, the main thing is like driving all the way there, right? And it's this nice sunny day. And we're like, okay, it doesn't matter. We'll walk back to, because they've got like shops and vendors things a little bit away from the track. So we're like, okay, it doesn't matter. Let's walk to the vendors. Let's try and find some ear defenders that he won't tear off within like three seconds. We try on five different sets of ear defenders. None of them are working. He's all like, don't touch my ears. What are you talking about? I hate you touching my ears. Please don't do that. And we're like, doesn't matter. Okay. All right, fine. Ear defenders are out. How about some uh, earplugs? And we put in the earplugs and he's like, no, I hate those even more. You guys not even know me. I, I hate you. Um, and then we're like, okay. It is the actual touring cars that will go around, which have the highest like horsepower. So they're the loudest ones. They've also got like exhaust that kind of like pop when they oh, gear change oh, as well. So it's super, super loud. And we're like, okay, shit, this probably means that we can't do this. This is a thing that we can't do anymore because he's decided he doesn't want to hear. He doesn't want to use ear defenders. And the thing is like, like I said, he's less than 18 months old. So you can't say to him, look, son, If you don't wear these, you'll damage your hearing, and that oh, sucks. Just keep them on. Exactly, right? He can't. He, he doesn't say that. Instead, he just screams and just tears them off. So <laughs> we just uh, basically, my wife was like, okay, well, you, you want to watch some of it, right? And I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll just take him back to the car. I'll give him some snacks, and you've got 20 minutes. So, <laughs> yeah, so I just sat down. <laughs> Watch, watch some cars go around the track after driving there for an hour and then it was just like okay cool we'll just drive back then 
And but he was having a whale of a time. Like once we took it back to the car, gave him snacks. We parked in like this grassy car park thing. So it's basically a farmer's field because it's right by a, an, an airport. Um, and he was having an absolute whale of a time, just messing about on the long grass, chucking balls, whatever. Um, so yeah, it was a complete disaster. Uh, I don't recommend it. Um, but that's kind of brings me on to another lesson, which is, you know, I, patience is an absolute virtue. Um, and you know, I try, we tried as much as we could to try and get these ear defenders to stick on my son's head and they wouldn't. So we were like, okay, we'll abandon it for this year, but we'll try again next year. And we should be able to communicate to him next year what ear defenders are all about. It was at that point while we were there where I realized like, hang on, there's no other babies like my son's age, like none whatsoever. Like they're all like four upwards or like less than one. There was none within this like par period of like over one, but under uh, before four. So yeah, I, and maybe that's the lesson here as well. Well, the lesson is that you should have heard what I said a couple years ago. Yeah. And once they start walking, they're the man, man. There's nothing you could do. <laughs> I told you before we went, you know, you asked me when will be the la the good age to take a kid on an airplane. And I told yeah. you before he starts walking because when they're, and I just said this to um, uh, my girlfriend's cousin that they just had a baby. And then they said they were going to go see a Dodger game. And I told them that the best time to go is right now before he starts walking. And the same applies with you because walking gives a baby so much freedom and they're yeah. the man now. And yeah. once they have that, you can, one, take it away because they have to walk. Yeah. The more control you have of a little baby who's not walking, you know, talking, stuff like that, the more you control him, right? So they're accustomed to be controlled. So you could put some headphones on, enjoy the race and stuff like that. Same thing happens with us. Like we went to a Dodger game when he was like a year and a half. And, you know, for people who are listening in England or other places, Dodger Stadium is very steep. So he didn't want to just stay in the seat. He wanted to just go up and down, walk around. Yeah. There's 60,000 people around. He wanted to just be free because guess what? I just learned how to walk. I'm the man yeah. now. That's yeah. when I realized, just like you, I'm never going to come to a Dodger game with them anymore until probably at this age. So good luck yeah. next year. <laughs> But like I said, if you want to do something like that, that is something that you do, Dodger games or motorsports yeah. where you know that he has to adapt good luck because do it before he turns one or do it after he turns three so we'll see next year if you remember this <laughs> lesson and you decide to I, waste that i mean it's one of those things where i kind of i mean we'll definitely gauge it right and there's there's a few rookie errors that we did here like we didn't try him with the ear defenders at home to see how we would get on with them before we tried them at the event a mistake number one um And I think that uh, there weren't really many other mistakes, I think. I think we just assumed it would be okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, the good thing is that we're always ready to get back on that horse when we fall off. So, like, we're going to take him to, um, to Legoland this Friday. 
uh, in Windsor, which is cool. Um, what? So, yeah. You're what? We're going to take him to Legoland Windsor, which is like, it's basically Legoland, but yeah, we're going to take him to that. Get the fuck out. Wait, did, did you know I was going there too? Yeah, you mentioned it. Oh, I didn't know you were. I thought you were just mock, mocking me or something. I was like, what? No, 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 no. Are no, you no, for no. real um, going to Legoland? Yeah, this Friday. It's been booked for like weeks, dude. It's really bizarre. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're going. So we're recording on our Wednesday. And uh, here in the States, it's going to be. Uh, wait. <laughs> that's another lesson I'm going to give you right now. I thought we were going to do 45 minutes, but no. Um, <laughs> that's a lesson for he, for you to understand this friday too um so it's a memorial day weekend here and uh i wanted to do like we just talked a little thing with our family and i had saved some money and then we're taking a vacation type we're going on monday to legoland and we're staying at a hotel nearby which is like an hour and a half from here but you know technically you know la hours could be more but it's going to be next to the beach hopefully we could go to the beach and we got the park hopper where you go to not only legoland but you go to this other place where it's just like um sea life place nice so uh, my son is already almost four so he should be enjoying both of them and he is into legos a lot so he should be having fun so we're actually doing that too and uh you nice. saying that it's a holiday too over there yeah so it's a bank holiday weekend so we always have the last weekend in May, there's usually a, um, a everyone gets a national holiday on the Monday. Um, so yeah, it might be quite busy, but okay, it should be so okay. Should we wait for the next podcast, or should I tell you now? <laughs> I feel like if it's information that's going to help me on Friday, I'd rather have it. Okay, <laughs> so I don't. I, of course, uh, cultures are very different, but you know, humans are alike. So I don't yeah. know how the culture in England is, right? Um, why did you pick the holiday? <laughs> One, everybody's going to be off on Thursday. I mean, everybody's going to be leaving early on Friday. Yep. That's so you're going to get traffic. True. Yep. More traffic than usual. So right there, you're having to deal with more traffic with your family, with your son in the car. Two, most people who are like executives and things like that take Friday off and they start doing vacation time, which vacation time means going places, places like Legoland. So you're going to a, a Friday where it's a weekend where people yep. most likely are already going there. So instead of yep. going somewhere, Legoland, on a day that most people will not go and have your baby with less people around so you could be more freely. You decided to go on a Friday, which is a weekend that mostly is going to be double the people that you should have already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, by the way, more expensive, too, because it's a Yeah, uh, yeah that, that's true. So there you go. Three lessons for you. <laughs> <laughs> but have fun, though. <laughs> Yeah, totally. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I mean, I I'm really looking forward to. It. I'm a man. I'm I'm a massive fan of Lego anyway. I mean, like for my son, it's probably a bit too early, but like he loves going places and seeing new things. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Definitely have some stories for sure. Uh, you gotta send me a picture when you're just in line for like three hours to do something, 
and then I'll send you a picture of me on the day after the holiday when everybody's back to work, when nobody wants to go anywhere because they're broke on a Tuesday that we're going to Legoland. And I'll be like, no line here. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. The sun is supposed to be shining quite brightly on a Friday as well. So that, that will lead to people leaving more often. Yeah. Can't wait. It'll be okay. Until you're like waiting three hours in traffic or... <laughs> But have it's fun to you and your wife. <laughs> we're we're going to have fun. It's going to be fun. We'll, we'll see how it pans out. Well, before we go, um, we need to stop for some commercials. Are you suffering from social anxiety? Are you not living to your Instagram standards? Have you or a loved one been victims of trolling? You are not alone. Every day, millions and millions of people don't get swiped right. This can affect your cyber conscience and ruin your Facebook status forever. Don't let this ruin your online time. For more information, please visit www.nocybertroll.org. www.nocybertroll.org. <laughs> I'll go to that address right now, Jose. <laughs> uh, that's something stupid I did, and it turned out pretty cool. So there you go, yeah. for everybody to have yeah. a little laugh. It's not true, by the way. Just PSA to you all. <laughs> the URL's available. <laughs> it won't be after this goes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're being goofs right now, we have a little segment called Andy's Jokes. And what the segment is, is basically Andy telling a joke. You might call it a dad joke. You might call it a joke. You might call it a bad joke. But don't tell that to Andy. <laughs> and you could be part of Andy's Jokes. You can send us an email at info at dadwithoutadad.com, info at dadwithoutadad.com, and we're looking for a sponsor, whether for Andy to stop telling jokes or for Andy to tell Ooh. more jokes. You know, Yay. we could make a little thing where you give us some money and Andy has to come out with five or ten jokes. You know, money talks, people. So if you want to be part of, if you want to send us a joke for Andy to Say on the show, you can send us an email, email at info at that without a dot com. Info at that without a dot com. I don't know about you guys, but I think I'm ready to have some laughs. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Now I know how you heard your cue because then I will come up and say, hey, and this is Andy's with Andy's jokes. And I'm just talking about this because we figured out that Andy couldn't hear any of the sound bites we used to play. So I was like, man, but you're really good at guessing then. But I guess you only heard for the cues. So here is Andy with Andy's jokes. Hey, make sure you put some earphones to your son. Oh, wait. He's taking them off. He's taking Where are them you off. going? He already would have taken them off. Where are you going? <laughs> put them on! You need them! Is your wife mad? Oh, your food is here. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
You've completely ruined my joke, dude. You can't do something that's funny before the joke. That uh, ruins the room. <laughs> Here's Andy with Andy's jokes. Yeah. Uh, I was just I was too polite to say that I couldn't hear anything. I was just like, yeah, so that's just going to guess. Anyway, all right. <clears throat> Dad joke time. Uh, okay. What do you call a cow? Oh, by the way. This joke was shared with me uh, on Monday uh, by a fellow dad of mine. So, yeah, they will know who he is. <clears throat> what do you call a cow with two legs? Lean beef. <laughs> what do you call a cow with zero legs? Ground beef. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I like the ground beef better. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Was pretty, I have no idea where he got it from, but yeah. yeah. Do we know his name? Uh, <laughs> you don't want to say? Uh, yeah, it, it's it's Greg. It's Greg. <laughs> Shout out to Greg. Bless him. Shout out to Greg. Well, his, if anybody wants to be a part of Andy's jokes, you can send us an email at info at that without a dad dot com. Info at that without a dad dot com. Any last thoughts, Mister? Uh, just thank you for doing everything on Podcast Jose. Really appreciate it. Really, still really enjoy doing them. Uh, thank you to everyone that listens. Thank you very much to Will, uh, for sending us a shout out in the week as well. Will Brockass, he knows who he is. Um, and yeah, shout out to my wife and my son. Thank you for keeping me sane. And shout out to your wife. Hopefully you'll get all those balls and, you know, well, you already say you. I say tomorrow, you just throw them out and just wait. You know what? Also what we do? <laughs> When my girlfriend goes to the bathroom, he has, like, yeah. a little table. So, because I'm, like, almost his height. I'm, like, 5'2", super short. I get one of his uh, chairs, and then we literally see, sit next to each other in front of the door of the bathroom. And we hold, like, four balls. So, when she opens the <laughs> the door of the bathroom, we just go... Whoops, 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 whoops. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't wait until the cops show up and be like, is everything okay, sir? <laughs> and my girlfriend is all bruised and she's like, no. Nah. They've throwing been throwing balls. balls at me. They've been sitting on my face for two hours. I can't do this no more. I want a family, not two fucking kids. <laughs> what you doing, <laughs> I want to shout out to Will, too. Thanks for sharing the podcast online with the, everybody. Where could people find you, Andy? Uh, you can find me at Gaming Goodness on Twitter. So that's G-A-M-I-N-G-G-O-O-D-N-E-S-S. And thanks to Doggy Dogs. Remember, if you want your dog to be groomed, don't forget to go to Doggy Dogs and lock those prizes. Um, oh, and I mean, this podcast is going forever, but you f hopefully get your prize from that Twitter thing. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yeah uh oh that brings me uh, so it's the monaco grand prix this weekend and it's the indy 500 it's like the best day of motorsport ever so if you've never watched monaco grand prix or if you've never watched the indy 500 now this sunday perfect chance to do it watch it you might like it you might not but it's kind of the finest examples of motorsport so yeah, oh wow it is it in the, does that happen often 
Uh, yeah, it's pretty much every year. So every year they try and do it on the same day. Um, wow. I don't really know why. Uh, but yeah, just some years it doesn't pan out, but this year it did. So yeah, uh, good luck to Joseph Newgarden as well. He topped the practice charts for Indy 500. So yeah, he should do pretty well. Okay, he so also, hopefully he's going to send me a bloody game that was signed because they said they were going to and they never did. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about. So uh, Jose or Joseph's, how do you call it? I think it's Yosef, I think. Okay, Joseph's from... Oh, Joseph. From... Yosef sounds too cool. I don't know. I think it's, it might be Yosef. You actually know. won a game. Thanks yeah. to me. <laughs> I'm taking credit. <laughs> Fuck it. What episode did we talk about that, Jose? Who cares? But you So, this podcast is going forever. So, there you go, Will. <laughs> Hopefully, you listen to the whole thing. Maybe we'll take a break and keep just... <laughs> reposting this podcast we we should probably mention that though right with with we, we, we will be taking a break soon at some point well you know because this podcast is going so so long maybe next week but yeah, yeah. so you uh went on twitter because you follow motorsports and then you um uh they were giving out a forza one yeah 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 forza yeah. one video game and then you went on twitter saying hey i will you know you wanted to win that game, right? And yeah. you put something like, you know, my favorite. The question was that, what's your favorite moment in my? I forgot what it was. What is it? Yeah, I can't remember. The but I remember is... that you retweeted it and said that basically Andy would piss his pants if he ended up winning this thing. Uh, and I ended up winning it. I didn't piss my pants though. Um, I was quite close. Yeah. I so I, I, me being stupid and funny like I am all the time, I decided to retweet and say, "My friend Andy." will piss his pants if he wins this. And then the guy, who is a famous motorsports guy, retweets saying, like, this is hilarious. You guys won. And the contest was not even about that. It was about saying your favorite moment of his races or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And then you're like, cool, man, this is amazing. And I was texting you. I was like, hey, you won. What the fuck? And then uh, they're like, send me. The, uh, my team is going to send you a thing. It never happened. You actually reply with your, um, I mean, you shouldn't, and I shouldn't say, but eh, you reply yeah. where to send it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> they were like, yeah, we'll send it to you. And then it's been, what, like a year? And then you replied. Yeah, it was, it was last October. <laughs> <laughs> replied this week and saying, hey, so I never got this. And the guy again, he's like, oh, sorry about that. We'll send it to you. So hopefully you get it. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. And if I don't. Hope everyone has a hope everyone has a safe race at Indy 500 in Monaco. Super dangerous. So yeah. Okay, who who is going to win? Both. Uh, so I think it's probably going to be uh, Max Verstappen. Uh, will win Monaco this Sunday. Um, and he races and, for. Uh, he races for Red Bull, so he'll win Monaco. And I think Castro Neves is probably going to win the Indy 500. Oh wow! Did you see that on Twitter about the the kid that? They ask him, how do you feel about racing with Fernando Alonso? And the kid is like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? What a dick. Anyways, I want to give a shout out to everybody that listens, to Will, to my friend Chatty P, to Juan, everybody that listens. If you want a shout out, guys, we want to hear from you guys. Send us an email at info at that without dad.com. Info at that without dad.com. Um, and thanks to everybody who listens. Thanks to everybody who actually replies. Thanks to everybody that, you know, reposts everything. 
We are just two dads who are trying to share with you guys what we do as dads, whether you like it or not, or actually <laughs> learn something from it. <laughs> it's up to you guys. Until next time, guys, my name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. You can find me at, at daddadad.com. No, at dad without a dad on Twitter and Instagram, at dad without a dad on Instagram and Twitter. I'm doing like 15,000 things right now. All right, bye. Till next time, my name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. For Andy, all the way to England. Thank you.